0: The Gary Danielson Report is brought to you by BetAmerica, America Sportsbook, and by H.L. Gross Jewelers, Long Island's leading purveyor of fine jewelry and diamonds. Uh, it is a big week in college football, very big week, including Gary's game, which is Auburn and LSU, which is the uh, best game in terms of rankings. Uh, but there's a lot of very big storylines, and we've got a lot to get through with Gary quick. Gary, welcome. How are you?
1: Hey, Mike. Good to be back.
0: All right, let me get uh, to some uh, other stuff, and then we'll finish up with your game. Number one, to his injury, I know he's not playing this week. I know they gave him a surgery to relieve the stress on the high ankle sprain. Is this going to linger, or is he going to be okay?
1: I don't think anybody knows for sure. It seems to be from reading and, and following some people and making phone calls that it was not as severe as last year's injury. But remember, also last year, it did linger. And he was it, yep. also dealing with a bad knee last year, too. So uh, it, it, it's also not his plant foot, you know, for his right, back It's the other foot. leg. So it's his other leg, yeah. It, it, it could be a little different. But, listen, these are not easy to get over. Uh, high ankle sprains, I had one coming out of high school. It was a, almost a two-month injury for me when I was in high school. And uh, I felt it all the way into basketball season. So um, the new procedure gives him more stability. I would think there's no way that Alabama plays this kid with his future ahead of him unless, you know, the the doctors have assured Nick and and Tua that uh, he's stable to go and ready to go. And uh, I think he will play against LSU. I got a feeling that this was uh, not as bad as last year's. It's just wonder, you know, will he be as mobile as before? That's the question.
0: Yeah, very big question, but we'll deal with that as the weeks progress. All right, Uh, interesting games tomorrow. First, Notre Dame-Michigan, the rumors have started with Harbaugh. Harbaugh sent a letter to recruits saying he's being unfairly targeted and that these these stories about him going to the pros are not true. Uh, but they've already started and they've started all over the place that he's going to leave for the pros. You knew that was going to happen with the losses. Uh, a, do you think he's staying? And uh, where do you, what kind of ground do you think Michigan's on right
1: now? Listen, I'm a big Jim Harbaugh fan. I always have been. I thought it was a great choice for Michigan to bring him back. I would be surprised that Jimmy would bail at, at this situation uh I, I think he you know loves university of michigan he believes he could turn it around i think he feels his team is playing a little bit better right now they got off to a slow start um i'm gonna say no i i'm actually you know i, I thought had okay. high hopes for michigan's football team uh I, I think they're gonna be facing a good defense in notre dame i saw them up close they're very athletic very good team but uh i think jimmy's gonna ride this out i think he believes that it's uh his destiny to turn this program around he 's not going to give up on it doesn 't seem I, I like think, his doesn 't seem like his style to say i 'm moving on it didn 't work doesn 't seem to be it
0: I think Notre Dame's the better team. I think the quarterback's better, and I think uh, they don 't have a great running game, but I think they 're just a little more polished. I like the quarterback he 's a good college yeah. player i think Notre da- I think Notre Dame wins the game.
1: I don't. I think that this is the first team that Michigan's speed will be superior than Notre Dame's. They've been outmatched with speed against Ohio State and Penn State. Uh, I think they were obviously overpowered by a Wisconsin team in that football game. I think this game they can stand toe-to-toe with Notre Dame, and they're just as fast, if not faster. I like Michigan in the game.
0: Okay. Wisconsin lost to Illinois last week, amazingly. Now they go against and I'm going to say this right now, now they go against the best team in the country, which I think Ohio State is right now.
1: Well, I think everyone will be on your side of the argument if they manhandle Wisconsin. I mean, looking at who they've played so far, no one has matched up. I don't know if you saw Wisconsin head coach Pat Fitzgerald after the game. He basically tipped his hat and said, they're too good for us. He's gone up a lot against a lot of good Ohio State teams, he says I've rebuilt Notre Dame, excuse me, Northwestern pretty well, but we could not handle them. So you have a good argument. I'm going to withhold it for you know. No one's been able to put any pressure on Justin Fields where he had to make third down throws that matter. Could Wisconsin force Justin Fields to make some throws that matter? That could be the only way that Wisconsin has a chance in the game.
0: All right, here's the upset alert. Penn State won last week against Michigan. Now they go to East Lansing. This yeah, is a t- this yeah. a very tough game this week uh, to Penn State. Very tough they've
1: game. They've lost. They've lost four out of their last five games that they've traveled to East Lansing. You know how uh, Coach D'Antonio will slow the game down, muck yep. it up, play strong defense. Uh, you know, I was a little surprised that it. It looked like watching that Penn State game that they had some deep balls and some fancy stuff, but they did not have what I thought, you know, the ability to run the ball when they had to run the ball and put Michigan away seemed like they were able to flash but not be able to pound. Uh, We'll see if that works in East Lansing. I do agree with you. I think that this is the season for Michigan State. I really do think this is how they save their season.
0: All right, uh, we agree. I think Michigan State's going to play very tough in that game. Uh, now to your game. Uh, Auburn, LSU, do you, right. we, we all know how talented LSU is. We know how well they're playing offensively this year. Do you give Auburn a, re- a legitimate shot in this game?
1: Um, going into the game, I think that their defense can keep them in the game, uh, and, and that's the shot they have I think if Gus Malzon asked his young quarterback to do too much, like he did against Florida when he was throwing in third and longs and it ended up biting that football team, there was two instances where he could have kicked field goals and made it a you know a one possession game and he asked his quarterback to do too much. I think Gus has learned his lessons. I think he will use the backup quarterback Joey Gatewood, number one, because remember, back to two thousand and ten. When Auburn beat LSU with Cam Newton, Cam ran for 210 plus yards in that game. I think that Gus will try to get his quarterback running in this football game and then go deep shots down the field to Williams and Gonzalez, two really good wide receivers. But, you know, watching it right here, I see the stars on LSU's defense, led by Grant Delpit, best safety in college football. I see the star on LSU's offense, the receivers and Joe Burrow, who may be the first quarterback taken in the draft. I see the stars playing for Auburn's defense, Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson. The question is, can Auburn's offense match up? That's the key to the game. They're not likely to hold them to 17, 20 points. The question is, can LSU score in the 20s? That remains to be seen.
0: Um, so is LSU in your mind are they as good as their record indicates are they are they yes. legitimate yes. with George's problems in your mind are, are they legitimately <clears throat> a top 3 team right now
1: absolutely they could on a given day there's probably 6 teams that could beat anybody LSU could be, win win against any team things happen you can lose games but this team can line up uh talking to Ed Ogeron last year going into these big games at the end of the year, he was nervous that things got out of hand, that they could get swept off the field by a team like Alabama, that they just couldn't compete. This year, instead of keeping a tight end and a running back in and throwing the ball and putting all the pressure on one- and two-man routes, they're spreading the field, they're throwing five-man routes. And Joe Burrow really, it's, I'm going to put it a little different way. It's not his Heisman to lose, but it's his Heisman he can win. He can win this thing very much like Kyler Murray. If he puts on a show tomorrow and goes into Alabama and wins that game, he can steal this Heisman and nobody had his name at the beginning of the year he's that good of a football player
0: no chance absolutely but, you know no one expected any offense at of lSU you never do you know they got great defenders you know they got defenders all over the place but you don't expect them to have any kind of offense and now they've become a good offensive team they' got wide receivers they can pass the ball the quarterbacks played great so now they're a they're a balanced football team
1: well it, it's so interesting you know the way college football is going you know, the, the transfer of these quarterbacks. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it in the game. You know, it was all started by Russell Wilson when he chose oddly to go to Wisconsin. When he did that, I wondered why would a guy who's wanting to prove himself as a quarterback go to Wisconsin where that's an undervalued position at Wisconsin, the same with Joe Burrow. When Joe Burrow leaves Ohio state to go to LSU, that's not a featured position, but Joe was so good. They changed it. His first year a little bit, but he was so good his first year that they even opened it up more for him his second year, and he's a breakout star, a breakout star of college football.
0: You know, quietly, especially since the Carolina game, everyone has really – Uh, downgraded uh, Clemson. Clemson, Clemson, Do you think Clemson is going to just kind of sit in the weeds? They're still unbeaten. Yes, they could have easily lost the Carolina game. We know that. They didn't play well. They hadn't been playing well. Their superstar quarterback is having the sophomore jinx, the blah, blah, blah. Do you think Clemson is as good as you thought they would be?
1: Um... No, I don't think they're as good. I think that, you know, one of the storylines here with Auburn is Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson, their two defensive linemen, decided to come back for their senior year for Auburn. Both of them would have been drafted in the maybe late first round, second round. They both wanted to come back and improve their status. Both could go in the top ten of the draft. A year ago, remember, it was Clemson's defensive line that came back to play an extra year when most of us in college football thought three of the four would turn pro. They came back, and I thought that was their difference, that they had three NFL players in the defensive line. I don't see that this year for their defense. That was a difference maker. A lot more pressure on the Clemson offense. And you may be right. People may be right. They're half bored. They can't quite get their attention uh, because you know they're being favored by so much. But I don't think this team is quite as good as I thought they'd be. And I don't think they're as good as last year's team.
0: And how good do you think Oklahoma is?
1: That's an interesting question, Can Much like we talked about, can uh, someone put the pressure on Justin Fields? I still think that's the situation with Jalen Hurts. What um, a year he's had. He had get,
0: to leave, to um, lose his job to Tua and then have this resurgence is unbelievable.
1: Well, and I think he'll be the sentimental favorite for the Heisman Trophy voters if he finishes it off the way with an undefeated season. It might not matter. That's what I, what anybody else does. He'll be the sentimental choice, especially with the injury to Tua now. It, it may be down to a couple guys how they finish this thing out. But, uh, you know, it's a great story for college football. It, he almost, in, in both sides of the coin, He did what everybody is asking a lot of these athletes to do: stick it out. You know, give your word. You signed at Alabama. Don't just jump the first time something goes wrong. So he does that. And Mike, I know you remember this. Sometimes, as a quarterback, um, you just kind of have to get away from it for a year and sit down. Remember Jim Plunkett? He was a mess, and then he went to the Raiders and And became a a superstar. Yeah, and became a well. That's what happened to Jalen. He kind of lost it back in 2017, and his best move was to sit back a year and not jump into another program, but just gain his confidence back, and slowly he did that at Alabama. At the end of the year, he saved their football team in that SEC championship. I think his decision to give himself a little breathing room has paid off mightily for him.
0: And you said it best. Uh, We're talking with Gary Danielson. You said it best ever since he came back and made those plays for Alabama after not complaining all year, he became a sentimental favorite. Everybody loves the kid. I mean, so everyone is rooting for him because he never said a word. Tua comes in and takes the job. He lives through that whole second half of the championship and everything else, what went on. Uh, You know, he, he did a great job. He really handled it very well. And now look at the year he's had. And, you know, if this year comes down to him and Tua, it would be kind of fascinating, wouldn't it?
1: It would, uh, you know, it, it wasn't so it, it was a combination of both for Jalen back in, uh, seven, uh, 17, when he lost the job, he was struggling. I don't know if he felt the pressure of Tua in practice or because at the end of the year, the last two or three games, uh, actually the last person that hung with Jalen Hurts was Nick Saban. There were a lot of whispers that the players wanted to change. The offensive coordinator wanted to change Nick hung as long as he could because I, it almost like Jalen could feel the greatness of Tua behind him, and he lost confidence as a thrower. He regained it slowly but surely, and now you see what type of player is. Remember, as a true freshman, he was the SEC player, offensive player of the year, and you're seeing what he's doing. And Lincoln Riley, by the way, deserves a ton of credit for shaping his team into what Tua does best.
0: And you think right now. Uh, two weeks from tomorrow, uh, your game, uh three thirty, Alabama, LSU, 1-2 in the country. Right now, you think Tua, with the week off next week, the week off this week against Arkansas, you think he will play that game?
1: I'm betting he does. I, I'm betting even if he has to wrap it up, he played, you know, injured a little bit, bit of a gamble. You know, everybody's going to second-guess it. If he goes in there and gets nicked again, but – uh I think he's dying to play in this football game. Two, you know, two of the three, four best quarterbacks in the country matching up with tremendous receivers and speed all over the field. You know, we've been talking about the Alabama receivers all year, but these receivers—if you watch tomorrow, uh, Chase uh, Jefferson and uh, Terrence Marshall—they're almost equal. Maybe not quite as fast, but skill-wise, almost equal. Their stats are almost identical. These are two offensive machines we could see in two weeks.
0: And how stunning! We haven't had you the last couple of weeks because of baseball. We're talking with Gary Daniel, right. but how stunning was it to you that South Carolina goes in and beats Georgia in double overtime in their building?
1: Yeah, that was a big surprise for this conference. You know, um, it was a one game that uh, it, it felt like. You know part of it was the weather, and I and I think it just threw off Georgia and especially Jake Fromm. But, you know, South Carolina has been playing better football. They've become more physical under Will Muschamp. They, we knew they would match up in the secondary with the young receivers for Georgia. And I think the rain kind of leveled the playing field and tilted it maybe, uh, you know, between the skill of Georgia and maybe a, a, a little bit less skill so in South Carolina. kind of evened it out and it made it a great game. And just mistakes. You can't turn the ball over that many times. And it ended up biting them.
0: And I'll tell you, down the road, looking down the road, and the way that, the way this week's Halloween, and before you know it, it'll be December. Uh, uh, I hope Army enjoyed the last couple of years because with that Navy quarterback this year, it's going to be trouble Absolutely. for Army. This <laughs> Navy quarterback is unbelievable. He is, this Perry. Yeah, that, is, this Perry is unbelievable. What a year he's having!
1: And and it's what they were missing since Keenan Reynolds uh, at left. You know, they they had young uh, players at quarterback, and now it's going to be even. But, you know, for us here at CBS, you know, we've got a string of three games here. This one is going to be a tremendous football game. Next yep. week we go two teams on the bye, Florida and Georgia. Yep. And then of course in two weeks, as we talked, we got LSU, Alabama. So this is going to be a heavyweight fight. Three weeks in a row.
0: Three weeks in a row, and I will tell you, Georgia, Florida, the win is still alive. The you know the absolutely. winner, the winner of the game is still in the mix. So that game's an elimination game. You know, so, the, the the world's largest cocktail party, as I like to call it, the world. You know, great game, absolutely always a great game. And Florida has showed they're probably ready to play Georgia, right?
1: Well, this is, this is interesting for this league. Um, I believe that there's only one league in college football where their one loss champion will get in the playoffs. So whether that's Florida, Georgia, or a one loss, uh, LSU, uh, LSU or, or Alabama. Alabama. Yep. Yeah. If you're a one loss team and you and the SEC are in for the rest of the conferences, you may get in, but it's not guaranteed. Now, I and If your name Clemson is
0: Alabama, losing. it's a lock.
1: Well, I don't know if they're going to be if they don't win the championship, though, because I don't see how Clemson loses. You don't see how Ohio, Ohio State loses. No, and it's going to be an upset if Oklahoma loses. Right, I so think the one that doesn't lose is
0: yeah. I don't think Ohio. I, I mean, Ohio State doesn't even have any. Doesn't even play any close games.
1: Well, they you know they could have to face Wisconsin twice. Or, you know, I guess an undefeated Minnesota Gopher team in the, in the, in the a Big Ten championship. So um, I don't see, listen, here's a good question for and your listeners, don't quite do this like we do down here, but I can't even name the second best team in the ACC. No. That could give Clemson a game this year. No. I, I mean, as, I, at first I thought it was Virginia, you know, and, and you know, you just kind of look at it as who could give them a game. I just think they're going to be, there's a spot. It looks to me like is going to go undefeated as a spot. And it'd be hard-pressed to have anybody think that they can beat anything that Ohio State's throwing up there right now. So there's only one spot open, and it's going to be the SEC champion.
0: But as you said, it's going to be some great uh, uh, great football uh, three weeks in a row, really exciting stuff, and uh, highlighted, of course, by LSU and and I think LSU is going to win tomorrow. I think Auburn will play okay, but I think LSU is the better team, and I think it sets up the showdown in two weeks, which we all want to see. So it's going to be a fun couple of weeks. Uh, so uh, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy. Thank you very it. much. Thank you, Gary. Hey, very Mike. Much. You got all it, right, Gary Danielson. And again, the college football is very exciting right now. Really good games, and the SEC is just loaded. I mean, that's all there is to it. Auburn, LSU, and then you got obviously Georgia and Florida next week, and then the week after that, number two LSU versus number one.